0: Pro football playbook presented by the pigskin podcast network your source for team news draft needs player profiles and rankings full senior bowl combine and NFL draft coverage news analysis discussion it's in the playbook now here is your host sports journalist Bill Albsted, and featured analyst Keith Myers Hey, Pro Football Playbook podcast listeners. I'm your host, Phil Alstead, sitting down with co-host Mr. Keith Myers, and we are continuing our roster evaluations across the league today. Uh, we are doing the Los Angeles Rams and the Miami Dolphins. Welcome in, Keith.
1: Yeah, it's um, uh, it's you know, an interesting show here. I keep saying that almost every time, but um, I'm I'm really interested into seeing how much you like the miami roster because you've yeah. been kind of on miami for like three years now as god they should be they yeah. should be good they've got a, they've built this roster they just need a quarterback and all yeah. of that and there's there's two or, or three teams
0: at. around the league that i really kind of intrigued by the roster building um uh, process because i i really kind of like the uh the general managers you know san francisco um the cardinals the Cleveland Browns and I think the Miami Dolphins all have been at, at certain times uh, in the last decade, uh, poorly managed teams, poorly run. And then uh, by virtue of just the fact that they've remained at the top of the draft for a while, have accumulated picks and not done horrible things in free agency and so forth and and started to build rosters that now are are interesting to me and uh definitely that that qualifies but here's a uh let's start with the rams uh, defending super bowl champions you would think that they have the the best or close to the best roster in the league and uh in closer examination to this roster um it's not quite that to me and um in fact i think they diminished a little bit in the offseason just by virtue of the fact that their salary cap is now starting to restrict uh their their spending behavior a little bit and i thought that more talent left the roster than came on uh overall but i still think that they're competitive enough a to win the division in the nfc west and b uh based on the fact that the entire nfc is kind of diminished and it shifted power to the afc i think they're still going to be in the hunt uh when it's all said and done in january
1: i agree i think that they are um It's a class roster. It's very top heavy. Um, It's got some. That's a good way to put it. It's some of the best individual talent in the entire NFL is on this roster. Uh, But the talent level drops off quickly. And so you end up with, um, yeah, you end up with um, a team that has holes and, and, really really lacks depth but the top end talent is still the most elite you're going to find in the nfl aaron donald is an example um probably the the best defensive lineman in the game since um, the early 90s what i would say cortez kennedy um you know it, it, and that's that's overlapping a lot of guys that are hall of famers like warren Sapp, right well
0: um, you know and you go back you go back there, you know, at the tail end of Lawrence Taylor. I mean, Lawrence Taylor is probably the best defensive player that that ever lived. And um, Aaron Donald is not quite in that conversation, but I'm telling you, by the time he's he's all said and done, he may very well be. And he's certainly that sort of player in his time, in this time frame, in his yeah. generation. This is the type of player that we're talking about, a guy that affects games, a guy that every single team needs to game plan for every center on saturday night uh and the next morning has to face aaron donald is is saying extra prayers is eating extra things for dinner uh you know it's kind of a last meal sort of situation where there's like i have no idea how i'm going to get through tomorrow but here we go and then the you know the especially the the players that have to go up against him in in their own division that they have to do it twice a year it's it's a tough It's a tough deal. You know, getting back to the roster overall as being top-heavy, this is kind of the way – this is kind of the master class, if you will, of the way that you have to build a roster like this when you're in the Super Bowl window. And they're clearly in that window. They did it last year. They went out and did whatever they needed to do to get Matthew Stafford or Goff off the roster, um, made some key moves uh, to surround him with some talent last year. I thought it was really – fortuitous that they brought in both von miller and odell beckham jr to help them kind of get over that hump a little bit and ensure the fact that they would be there at the end it was still the way that they got into the playoffs and the lack of talent there in the playoffs uh in the end i think helped them a little bit and then they faced a team that just wasn't quite ready for prime time kind of um made it made an easier path for them i'm not going to hand it to them though that way uh they went out and earned it but uh what did you think that they did in the off season either to uh improve or solidify or have they just diminished in a number of different position groups
1: well i think they've diminished in a number of different uh, position groups but not terribly um you know they went and they they lost odell beckham jr and um Robert Woods at wide receiver, but they replaced him with, uh, Alan Robinson, um, who is a really nice player in himself. So, uh, that's the type of thing, you know, where and Bobby they never Wagner had on defense. Well, yeah, I was just, just, I was looking at just that one position though. You have, um, uh, they never had both Beckham and Woods at the same time. Um, and so having Robinson to replace those two you know, it kind of makes up for it, but then you know you lose Von Miller and you bring in Bobby Wagner. Now they're very different players. One's a pass rusher and one's an off, um, off the line, you know, linebacker. But Bobby Wagner's as good as they've ever been, um, or at least he was early in his career. Yeah. Uh, so and then you could, I mean, and Von Miller was also in you know, the downside of his his career too. But they've they've just done. They've done enough to, to try and patch some holes. They've done
0: enough on the top end. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And but then they've lost a lot of backups and replaced them with guys that weren't, you know, they were third stringers last year. And mm-hmm. um so their their depth definitely took a major hit. The action
0: never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can feel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right, make your first bet up to $1,000 and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major sports action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, and then they didn't pick uh, in the draft until 104 overall. They got Logan Bruce um, who could end up coming in and competing at their right guard position. But after that, it's mostly a depth, uh, DeKobe, uh, Durant could possibly come in and be their slot corner. Um, their, their nickel guy. Um, and they've got a depth piece and Kyron Williams there from Notre Dame. I think he, he's going to have some playing time, uh, ultimately behind cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. Um, but overall, I think that, and again, I'm going to point to the, just the idea of just the NFC being, diminished um mm-hmm. when you really take a look at it you've only got just a few teams that they need to compete with to get back into the nfc championship game green bay um tampa, tampa and um you know and out of the, they just have to emerge out of the division which is not that tough anymore now that russell wilson has left and some of the other teams have slid back just a, just a little bit so
1: um, one thing we haven't mentioned is the loss of their of their left tackle and i think that's going to be more significant than um, some of these other moves.
0: Yeah, Andrew Andrew Whitworth uh, retired finally yep. after. Oh my goodness, a you know a, a huge long career, and he what was he forty two or know. three something like that was, when he when he retired.
1: He, yeah, but he was still playing at a really high level. Now, uh
0: they did have his replacement on the roster, and Joseph Noteboom, who they did extend. Um, and so they do feel comfortable with with their ability to kind of move forward, but. Yeah, that's not quite the same level of play uh, as done. Whitworth.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Whit- Whitworth is, is, um, you know, he was still, even at his age, probably top easily top five um, in the NFL at left tackle. And Notebloom's going to be okay. Um, I don't think he's going to be at that same level. So.
0: so based on their salary cap and based on where they're at, and they just, uh, you know, re-upped Matthew Stafford as well, Um, to an extension Um, so they've got the pieces in place they know it's a win now mode they are in win now mode how long is that window open now
1: it's got they've got a couple more years Um, they are they are starting to age um, and they're gonna have to find ways to restock a roster when you don't have draft capital and your salary cap situation is a mess and that becomes really hard um, they it's not
0: quite the level of the saints, but it's approaching that because they push stuff out you know mm-hmm. they they create void years and so forth, and all that ends up having to come to um yep. to come to a head at some point. and you know, I would imagine it's it is probably year three of of from right now. Uh, Matthew Stafford's deal mm-hmm. will be you know winding up a little bit. Some of their players you mentioned getting older. And then, uh, you know, just the salary cap, but the salary cap's going up as well, so they're probably counting on a little bit of that yeah um, they'll get and they will force the area. they will force the window um to remain open if they still are in a competitive situation, and as far as I can tell, especially with their with their coach uh, Sean mcveigh, um, I don't see a window closing on them until Matthew Stafford's done.
1: no, well, I don't know about that because they're um they've their their win now mentality which got them a super bowl so i am not saying that they did anything uh blame in this it 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 worked um but they're gonna have a roster that is uh kind of devoid of young talent and you need those players you need those draft picks those guys on rookie deals um that you know bring Speed and athleticism as your as the rest of your roster ages, and they're not going to have it. And you're going to start to see um, guys get hurt more as they age. I mean, that's just part of the game. Uh, they really avoided that
0: last year. Yeah, they the, were one of your prior.
1: Yeah, they were one of the least injured teams, despite investing all of this uh, their resources into old players. Um, and that's the type of injury luck that isn't going to hold. And so at some point, these guys are going to start breaking down a little bit and, and missing games. I'm not going to say that Aaron Donald's going to regress back to being a, you know, a human. Um, I think he's always going to be an alien in terms of his abilities. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, if he misses a couple games yeah. this season, that can be significant for them.
0: Yeah, well, he, you know, he threatened um, to retire this this offseason until they gave him some uh, a big pile of money. They gave Cooper Cup some money as well. Matthew Stafford. Mm -hmm. They secured all their top-end talent for sure. Um, And Ellen Robinson coming over. Uh, So it'll be interesting this year. I think this is another year where they could be right there in the conversation at the end. We'll just have to see how it plays out.
1: They should be. I mean, especially with the NFC the way it is. Um, If the Rams aren't in the discussion as one of the um, teams that could come out of the the NFC to the Super Bowl here when the season ends, something would drastically wrong so um because the top end talent on this roster is there
0: all right so let's move forward to the miami dolphins you said that uh, you were curious as to to see how i view this roster it's interesting um i thought that they were kind of sleepwalking a little bit through free agency uh through the offseason uh until the big trade happened um tyreek hill traded Mm -hmm. to the miami dolphins for picks and um so it left them kind of void in the in the draft, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But um they went ahead and 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 kind of moved forward in kind of a win into a win now sort of team, even though they haven't gotten into the playoffs to show what they what they can do, but they went ahead and took some moves maybe to make that extra little move now in a loaded AFC West, Keith, and we've talked about uh the AFC West overall quite a bit and you know there's 10 teams that are competing for seven spots i playoff spots um and we didn't mention the miami dolphins as being one of those teams so they really do have a uphill battle to kind of emerge uh, even in their own in uh, their own um division in the afc east uh with the buffalo bills and the new england patriots emerging and 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 them as well, and so Tua is the, is the quarterback. They've continued to invest. They churned their coaching staff uh, this offseason as well. So you've got new uh, coaches, new offensive um, scheme coming in, um, and I'm just not completely sold on this roster. I know that I've been kind of looking at it over and over. But have they done enough? Um, I think they've got they've got better depth now um, mm-hmm. overall, but I think their top end talent is still kind of hit and miss.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, throughout I their position groups, it comes down to: Are you sold on Tua? Um, are you sold on him as a um, as a? It's, it's hard to know as a fan
0: when your own coaching staff and stuff wasn't completely sold, and so yeah. we'll see what happens with this new regime. And they did
1: bring in Teddy Bridgewater to be the backup slash insurance policy, mm-hmm. which I found to be very interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I I think, you know, they they're retooling a little bit, but they seem like they're retooling every year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's hard to know until they put the product out on the field and the team rallies around the new coach. And Tua takes a step forward as he should in year three,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and they've given him some weapons. They brought in Jalen Waddle uh, and uh, Tariq, Tariq Hill. Tyreek
1: Hill. I mean, that's that right. is that might that's going to compete for the best, um, you know, one-two punch at wide receiver that you're going to see anywhere in the yeah. NFL.
0: And you add Mike Kosecki to that as a receiving mm-hmm. tight end, and Chase Edmonds at running back, and Sonny Michelle uh, came on. Uh, Raheem Mostert um is there Miles Gaskin um so they've got they've got some offense Mm -hmm. um they've got some things that's going to uh make it likely that they're going to score a lot of points you know but what about their defense their defense is is part of the, the the issue that that they've had um in the long term here and have they done enough um and the only know. real draft pick that they were add, you know, add to the pile, this offseason just based on the, the getting rid of their draft picks to get uh, Terry Hill is Channing Tindall at 102 overall out of Georgia, the linebacker. I thought that was a great pick. That was really pick. the only pick that they had that's going to probably come in and have an effect on their roster this year.
1: It is. Um, you go through and you look at they only had four picks. They had nothing in rounds one, two, four, and f- or one, two, five, and six. So they had um, a third, a fourth, and two sevenths. That's it. It's hard to build a roster that way. It really is. And Channing Tindall is a guy that's going to come in and um, make an impact. But um, Zuko Anima, uh, the wide receiver, the fourth-round pick, is going to have a harder time getting on the field simply because they've already got you know the guys in front of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so – I agree. I think you're looking at one guy that's going to make an impact this year.
0: Interesting. So what do you, where do you see them in the AFC or in their own division?
1: Well, in their own division, I mean, they are not going to be competitive with Buffalo, which is arguably the best team um, in the NFL. Uh, but they don't need to be because if Buffalo wins the division, they just got to compete with a um, for a wild card spot, and I think they can do that. I think they can get in there I mean they they do have some nice pieces on defense. I think the offense is gonna score I like the their offensive line um but you know there are some nice pieces here in the on their defense, and I think it's gonna be enough to get them um some wins. I think they're better than New England, and everyone in the NFL is better than the jets, so they're gonna get some in division wins. they're gonna get some. Uh, out of division wins i think they can get to 10 or 11 wins um in part because you get to play the jets twice and I'm, not, face it I'm not
0: so sure i think there's going to be you know maybe three teams in the afc three or four teams that get to 11 wins and i don't see miami being one of those because you've got buffalo you've got new england i know that you say that new england might be a lesser team than miami i'm not so sure Baltimore is going to have probably a better record. Cincinnati, we know. Cleveland, um, if Deshaun Watson plays. Uh, although, a disciplinary meeting coming up tomorrow in the NFL, we'll find out. Um, you've got Indianapolis, Tennessee, Denver, Kansas City, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Chargers. Those are all better teams than the Miami Dolphins. Keith.
1: Yeah, but it does, it's not, sometimes it's not always, um, you know, the better teams that make the playoffs and who, who do they play? Um, and so when you have, uh, you know, the, they're, they play the Vikings, they play the lions, they play the Texans, um, they play the bears, right. Um, they're going to have winnable games, uh, outside of, you know, the jets and Patriots, Mm -hmm. like they're, Mm -hmm they've got a path. They don't have to go in and play uh like <clears throat> they don't have to play um Denver and my or and um they do play the Chargers, but they, you know what I mean, like they don't have to go and play the uh those other teams that you just mentioned. So since they're not playing them, you know, they have to be better than the team uh, um up against, you know what I mean, like the team on the field with them. And they're going to have a chance to do that because they don't play the NFC West except for the Chargers.
0: AFC West?
1: Sorry, AFC West, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, if they were, I was going to say, if they were in the NFC, we'd be talking about them as being a fourth or fifth seed. Um, oh, yeah, easy.
1: In this year. And if they but, were in the NFC South, they, we'd be talking about them as a division winner. Or in the East, for that matter. So
0: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, maybe um interesting yeah interesting anything else you want to do with with this team or back to the rams or we get out of here a little early today
1: let's get out of here a little early we're gonna um you know come back and and hit the next uh pair of rosters here in a few minutes so let's go ahead and just do it
0: okay find keith on twitter at myers nfl you can find me at alpstead nfl find the show and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and YouTube, and make sure you share as well. So until next time, take care, guys. Thanks for listening to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. Follow Keith at Myers NFL. Bill is at Altstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and at our website, profootballplaybook.co.